This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. next guest is is one of my favorite people uh anyway just as an intro monday may 31st was memorial day the day that family and friends remembered the u.s military personnel who have died in the middle east and i might uh might recall also that mike piper's death uh was on may 30th of 2015 and uh, he was a special friend, uh, and I still miss him. Anyway, the total number of deaths in the Middle East is 507,000 people in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Pakistan. The number of indirect deaths are several times larger than deaths caused by direct war violence. 22 American military personnel kill themselves each and every day, which obviously impacts their families, bringing the total death count to well over 1 million people that we can count. America has spent 64 trillion dollars on wars in the Middle East and Asia since 2001, since 9-11. That is in addition to the money that the U.S. gives to Israel each and every year, which is $3 billion. My guest today is Dave Gehari, uh, the <clears throat> the co-author of Erasing the Liberty uh, and the producer of the future full-length film about Israel's attack on the USS Liberty, which occurred on June 8, 1967. Uh, just a uh, really a relatively short period of time ago. I remember when I had um, Jerome Corsi on the program, and I brought this up because he was uh, going on and on about how wonderful Israel was, and I said, what about the attack in 1967 against the USS Liberty? And he said, oh, that was too far in the distant past to talk about it. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, the, the website that you will want to visit is erasingtheliberty.com or USSLibertyMovie.com. Anyway, Dave, welcome to the program. Hey, Deanna. You always have such great guests, of course, present company excluded. That fellow, no, you're a great guest. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know. The fellow who was on before, that was... 
and and of course i i don't wear masks and i will not wear a mask no matter what i think it's ridiculous and uh you know i didn't get to hear the whole program what this fellow had to say uh but um i just won't do it and and i see i see the uh the sheeple here uh all masked up and uh you know it just i i, I don't get it it's it's just a it's a ridiculous thing and I don't know if if it's ever going to change. I you would have thought that something would have happened already. That you know, knowing that you know, there's not really anything going on as far as a pandemic, but uh, it seems like these people like to wear masks. I don't know. It just well, what happens when you are in fear? All of your all of your thinking goes to the back brain which is the neanderthal brain you do all of your critical thinking is in the front brain but when you're in fear it all goes back to the to the original neanderthal brain you don't do any critical thinking because i've said what the heck is wrong with all these people that they're not asking the right questions, it is because people are living in a a flight, fight, and freeze existence and do not have the ability to do any critical thinking. They're tuned into their TV programming uh, and that, that keeps them in this state of susceptibility to even more fear and more programming. So it's it's biological, not just how how stupid can these people be. It's a biological issue yeah. that people are unaware of. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a shame that they haven't figured it out yet. And that's because they don't have any any thinking. Uh, crit- they're thinking with their Neanderthal brain. They're they're in too much fear that they are not doing any critical thinking. <laughs> wow, uh, it, it, and I guess that that says a lot about you know the state of things, right? It's yes, it's sad. It's so, it's so sorry. You know, I see them he- here, and you know, in this part of the country, in the P- Florida Panhandle, it's as red as you can get and you know these are you know the people who really put trump over the top here which is a good thing uh you know as far as i'm concerned and um you know it's just that you would think that they would uh you know be a little more discerning but they're not and it's it's horrible uh you know i don't know i don't know what what the heck is going on and or you know maybe it is that maybe it is the neanderthal brain yeah. and, and yeah. they can't get beyond it and you know but it is it, it is uh i haven't said anything to anyone um about them wearing the masks uh but but it is it is uh you know debilitating and of course i would want to say something to them like you know that mask isn't airtight. It doesn't do anything, sir. Do you do you realize that? But 
you know, what good is it going? Really, what good is it going to do? Nothing. So, right, because yeah. if you say, "Hey, if you sneeze, your your a glob goes fifty feet away." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, it, and and a germ can go straight through the the cotton mesh. It's a it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But but people are not thinking because they yes. they've lost that ability. Yes. To think. Yes. To critically ponder what's going on. Yeah, and you know, it's I guess it's not just with that because that really can you know lead into the liberty because you know when I first made the decision that I was going to do something about it. I decided that no matter what, I would go where the truth led me. And I think that there are a lot of folks who, <clears throat> you know, wish that there would be a certain conclusion with the liberty. And if you don't come to that conclusion, then, uh, you know, they're not happy. And... You know, that's with everything, I think. You know, you talk about Mike Piper, you know, Mike was given a lot of grief on certain things, certain, uh, you know, topics like Sandy Hook, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, they want, people want others to f feel the exact same way they do. And then if there's evidence that shows that something's not the particular case, um, then they really have a tough time dealing with it. So sure. I think people, that... Uh, people usually yeah. believe the first things they hear. And uh, in this case, uh, the first thing they heard came out of the mouth of somebody that was kind of an infiltrator into the movement and um, has some other suspicious... Um, affiliations prior to his coming into the movement and um, right. research takes a great deal of time I researched uh, Sandy Hook for two years uh, you cannot come out in four days and say oh it's a hoax it never happened well right. <laughs> research takes time putting a film together yep. that you that you have put together takes time Yes. Yes, it, it absolutely does. And I'm still studying the liberty, of course. And I was just, I had a, a call the other day from the uh, British investigative journalist, uh, Peter Hunam, who wrote Operation Cyanide. And, I read that book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and he had a big hand in the BBC documentary Dead in the Water about the liberty. Oh, yeah. And he's coming out. In September, with a follow-up to Cyanide, which I think Cyanide was 2003, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, him and I were saying the same thing. It, it never ends. Uh, I'm pretty close to the end, though, uh, unless there's information that, that will be released by the governments of the United States or Israel. Or I, don't look, I don't look for that to happen. Nah. <clears throat> nah, I don't think so. Um, or, or you know, what he thinks is that his government, the British government, has 
a lot of information that they're hiding. And it might be, but from researching it as thoroughly as I have, and I like to think that I have done it thoroughly, and interviewing as many people as I have, it's a lot different than, you know, the, I guess, the conventional wisdom or the conventional way of looking at it or the accepted way of looking at it, the, the false flag way of looking at it. Right. And if we look at the facts, then the theory that it was a false flag kind of, um, you know, at least the, uh, the effectiveness of that or the probability of that diminishes greatly because most people look at the liberty and they think, okay, how could they not know it was the liberty? They have to know mm. it was the liberty. It was a perfect day and uh, not a cloud in the sky. The wind was blowing to lift the flag, which this is true. And they had to know it was liberty. They they lied and they they said it was uh, an Egyptian horse transport right. ship, right? The El Khuzir, which by the way that that excuse came came after all of this. Uh, but if we look at the liberty and pay attention to when the liberty got to its station and you know the specific time and what was happening diplomatically and politically not just militarily then as i said the the odds of it being a false flag are greatly diminished. And then if it wasn't a false flag and it wasn't done on purpose, then what was the motive? And right. that I think is, is, is the $64,000 question. And of course, the way that I look at it is, is that even though I would really like to figure out this puzzle or at least, you know, be really, close to figuring it out. I think I'm pretty close to figuring it out, but not, of course, 100% sure, but it doesn't matter to me, really. Although it does, but it doesn't matter about the motive, and the reason is because it happened. And not only did it happen, but the way that it happened. You know, the massacre itself, the way that Israel conducted the massacre is revolting. Right. And the way they fired on stretcher bearers, on firefighters, and stretcher bear not just stretcher bearers, but but sailors. Remember the Liberty was a crew of about three hundred and about a hundred of that crew were what was called ship's company. They were the ones that made the ship go through the water. The other two hundred were the communications technicians, they were the spies, because it was of course a spy ship. And when the and it was predominantly uh, sailors, uh, there were three civilians and three marines. So the rest were sailors. The the number I think is two hundred ninety four. Um, so out of those two hundred ninety four, three civilians and three marines. So two ninety four minus six. 
So what's that? Uh, 288, I guess. So 288 sailors. So there were, um, you know, predominantly sailors trying to help the wounded, and the Israelis were firing on right. these sailors who were trying to rescue the wounded. They they committed war crimes. Clearly, uh, of course, they used napalm. Uh, they uh, fired on the life rafts, another war crime. So if we get caught up in the motive, then you're going to be paralyzed and you're never going to be able to do anything. You know, the important thing is presenting the story as it happened, not as you wish that it would have happened. And we know how it happened. So, you know, there's enough information there to show that it happened exactly as we can read about and we can read and hear the survivor's testimony and we can and and i, I want to make a point about the survivors and i know quite a few of them of course and i was just with a few of them last weekend because the the reunion was in pensacola and which is pretty close to me and uh, here in the panhandle and i picked up one of the one of the survivors at the airport and he stayed here over the weekend and you know I shuttled him back and forth to the reunion so he wouldn't have to stay in this um, this f- f- flea-bitten motel uh, that um, he was gonna stay in and I looked it up and I said no you know you don't want to stay there so I'll just take you back and forth and so um, the survivors obviously they were there and that's an amazing thing if you think about that they got to witness it but there really are not any survivors and i know most of them who are active as far as wanting to tell their story there really are not any survivors that i've interviewed or met or hung out with or befriended who know really much about the liberty other than what they witnessed firsthand. So there have been several instances where the survivors have been asked questions and they've said either in email or in person, why don't you ask Dave? He he knows more about than we do. We were just there. So the survivors have a a part obviously in this story, but it's not the only part. Now, the survivors, every survivor that I've read about and every survivor who I've interviewed, not one of them said that the planes that attacked them had any markings. Now, I guess if every survivor is saying that, then you would probably tend to believe that the planes didn't have any markings. Now, what if the planes were going really fast? Would that hinder your ability to recognize markings? I mean, what would you think, Deanna? Um, I, I wrote an article back in 2010 about the USS Liberty, and um, I'll We'll pick it up on the other side and I'll tell you why I wrote this and the number of references I used. Be right back. 
As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't honed your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 will give you a Commander Lifetime Membership at Front Sight as a tremendously huge thank-you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting facebook.com slash republicbroadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Starts with you and me. It starts with you and me. We all can be heroes if we take the lead. righty, we are back with our guest and a good friend, Dave Gehari. And um, back in 2010, um, I always believe in looking at history looking at all the everything you can't leave history out of anything uh i wrote an article in 2010 uh titled we are not going to war over a bunch of dead sailors the uss liberty a flubbed up false flag and i read the books uh that were available at the time i used 56 
uh, 56. Um, I have 56 footnotes so that, uh, that people can go and see specifically where I got the information. They can compare the, the information with what I have written. I read the book by Peter Hoonan. Um, uh, I, I looked at the history, and if you look at the history and, and do the research, and research takes time. You cannot do research on an event like the USS Liberty or like Sandy Hook in, in 10 days, okay? It just it does, it isn't going to happen. And uh, anyway, um, I came up with this article, uh, which looks at all the details of what happened, who was where, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, what he said afterwards, uh, talk about the five Israelis. I talk about everything, including uh, Matilda Krim, who uh, Johnson the uh, president, quote-unquote, was literally sleeping with. In fact, he was with her the very time that this was going on. Um, she was an Israeli asset. She was married to a, um, a person who was an associate with Ergen. And uh, and when, even when you look at, uh, at current personalities in the news uh, you, you have to look at um, gosh who do you have to look at uh, the guy the guy that said you never want to let a good uh, a good uh, thing go to waste a good crisis go to waste Rahm Emanuel Rahm Emanuel thank you and uh, his father uh, helped to blow up of the King David Hotel in Jerusalem. So you have to look at personalities, you have to look at history, you have to you have to dig really deep to see the connections to understand the details and to to understand what occurred. I, you agree, correct? Absolutely. You you are uh you know, I mean, of, I don't want you to agree with me. I want you to agree that you have to understand all the details. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah, you're you're one of the, you know, experts at that. Um, you know, the, the devil is in the details, right? So, yes, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, it's, it is, uh, you know, complex, you know, chain of events that, you know, one needs to go through in order to really do your job, do your due diligence. You know, if this is about the truth and nothing else, then, uh, you know, we need to obviously uh, do justice to the truth. And, you know, oh, geez, I, you know, I wish that, uh, you know, would have turned out this way, but it really doesn't matter i think you, you you really have to be divorced from you know emotions and you know fortunately i've and i don't know why it is but i'm 
I'm able to do that to a, 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 a certain degree. Um, I mean, I'm not an alien or a, you know, a robot. <laughs> but, but, I mean, Are I, you sure? I'm not, I'm not sure. Really, I'm not sure. I, you know, it could be. But I, I, I've always been able to, and I think this, that's a common trait in, with people in the truth community is that we, we get, you know, it's tough to offend us with ideas where, you know, the other, you know, majority of, of people out there who uh, hear alternative views, they can easily be offended. We don't get offended. It's just like a, you know, it's like uh, science to us. So I think that, um, you know, it's, it's so important to do that and to go where the truth leads. And, and I have interviewed not just, I think, I know I, ha- I haven't added it up recently, uh, but maybe let's say 30 survivors. Um, and I think there's about half uh, alive, so about 150 who are still living. And obviously the bulk of them never really got involved with the liberty. They right. never really wanted to... Put their, put their neck in the noose. Yeah. Okay, we will be right back after word from our sponsors. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. For over 20 years now, Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. I received an arterial switch at birth. In my mid-20s, I started getting slight runs of NSVT. Nothing too serious, but enough to cause worry. I started taking Extendivite a little over two years ago, and it helped cut the palpitations and NSVT down drastically. This isn't a cure-all supplement. I strongly recommend a good diet and exercise to aid in any heart troubles you may be having. And I strongly recommend giving Extendivite a try. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed the newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. The newspaper? Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, a majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper does not give out the important attention on what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. 
The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the energy planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. All righty. We are back with our guest, Dave Harry, and uh, Dave is not afraid to <laughs> to be called names. Um, uh, truth is more important than uh, than name calling. If somebody's calling you uh, names or attributing some uh, some title to you, uh, then it must be because you did something right, and you just have to question. Uh, what what is their motivation? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, yes, exactly. You're right. As a matter of fact, I was cursed at so much over Sandy Hook uh, legal matter, uh, that lawsuit, that I was getting so much hate mail that we actually created a tab on the website called Hate Mail <laughs> because it was just so... I mean, they really, the, the people who, um, you know, couldn't believe that there were those questioning, you know, the official narrative of Sandy Hook hated, hated me. Um, and the ones who, of course, questioned the official narrative hated, basically everybody hated me. It was, uh, it was a great time. Uh, I, um, I know exactly what that hatred uh, feels yeah. like because I lost uh, a lot of uh, people who previously had supported me. And it wasn't just saying, oh, we disagree with you, Deanna. It was attacks. It was it, it was pretty bad uh, yeah. in spite. And, and, and typically the people who question my my views, my my research, hadn't really looked into it. They simply believed uh, the consensus. Oh, well, so-and-so said, uh, you know, five days after it happened that it was a hoax. And people typically believe the first thing they hear. Typically, people don't do their own research. They rely on others and then go along with the crowd. Uh, they're, they're the kind of people who would not stand up or raise their hand in a group of 30 students and say, uh, teacher, I disagree with you. Yeah, um, that's right. Because 
because they lack the courage of their convictions. Yes. Or they're just plain stupid. Yes. Ignorant. They're ignorant. Yes. And they're too lazy to to look at the research. And it it's amazing to me that so many people lack research skills. I I I don't get them myself. I think you need to be objective, look at both sides, and then decide on the quality of the information, not just not just go along with the crowd. It's easy to follow the crowd. That's what yes. most people do. Yes. Herd mentality. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's right. So, yeah, that's and that's basically, you know, the situation with, you know, the hate is that, you know, if you don't follow the crowd, you know, whatever crowd it is, then, you know, there's something wrong. It's it's a shame that, you know, we've got all of this, you know, hatred coming from, you know, the, the so-called left, you know, with the cancel culture and everything. And then we have that even on our own side. But, right. you know, that's, that's, as you know, that's, you know, human nature and, you know, there's not much we could do about that. Um, right. But, you know, we have to move forward and, uh, you know, as I said, and as, as you do, you know, do justice to the truth. And the truth demands it, uh, demands nothing less. And with the liberty, uh, not only have I, of course, um, interviewed that many survivors and physically uh, hung out with them, and I, I was the one who, uh, you know, got the ball rolling for True News for their documentary that they did. Mm -hmm. uh, I put everything together for them, picked the survivors with Phil, uh, got them all in the same car, uh, you know, brought them to the place, shuttled them around, uh, filled in, uh, you know, the True News guys about the Liberty, sent them the book. Um, answered all their questions, and uh, for the purpose of getting the, the story of the liberty out there, that, that's that's the name of the game. And uh, I didn't just stop with the liberty survivors, of course. I made contact with anyone who was willing to talk, who had something to do with the liberty, who might have been on uh, a sh one of the ships that came to the rescue of the liberty the next day, mm -hmm. or who was in a station... Uh, monitoring communications. Um, as a matter of fact, I uh, let's see. This is uh, June, so I guess it was uh, in April, I think, because as uh, as <laughs> as you and everybody knows, the time is just zooming by. I think it was in April that I hung out with one of the sailors who was aboard the USS Davis. The uh, destroyer there you know the the sixth fleet was unfortunately the sixth fleet moved itself it was moved from the eastern mediterranean to off the coast of crete like about 400 miles away and the reason that they did that was because once israel launched its preemptive attack on the arab countries egypt which of course was called at that time the UAR, the United Arab Republic, Syria, and Jordan. Once they did that, and they had such a, a fast victory, 
a quick victory, uh, a smashing victory. Uh, once that was done politically, uh, the the leaders of really predominantly it was Egypt because uh, Syria had just uh, you know a new government had uh, come into place there. A, a real socialist type government, which the the USSR was real fond of Syria because of that. Um, but Nasser, uh, Gamal Abdel Nasser, the president of Egypt, UAR, uh, he had to save face. And one of the ways that he did, because his whole military was basically destroyed, at least his air force was destroyed in, in less than an hour and a half, because they were all on the ground, because they weren't expecting that, and they were not planning on invading Israel which Israel lied about, uh, but he had to save face, and one of the ways he did was that he told the Arab street uh, that, uh, you know, well, of course, the United States is assisting Israel. They would not have been able to do this uh, if it wasn't for their help, and then, of course, this, the Soviet Union chimed in, and the United States said, whoa, wait a second here. We're not, we're not doing anything. As a matter of fact, we're going to move the Sixth Fleet out of there, and, you know, you'll see we're not helping them. Of course, everything was pretty much done at that time anyway, but because the Sixth Fleet skedaddled out of there, the Liberty was there all alone. If the Sixth Fleet was still there, then, you know, they would have been able to come to their aid much right. faster. Right, right. Everything were... is set up in such a way, uh, and, you, and you have to look at McCain's, uh, the elder McCain's, uh, influence and what he did and how he, he, he you have to look at all of the all of the people involved and how it was so well coordinated that coordination does not just fall into place it is designed to per, to do a a particular thing yeah well and and again that's that's what i was saying earlier is that you know, regardless of, you know, the the underlying motive or motives, it happened. And, uh, you know, the way that it happened was horrible. And, yes. Uh, there, are, there are some survivors who literally brushed it off and stayed in the Navy and, you know, stayed in for 20, 30 years. And they really, you know, didn't let it impact them. And there are others who, you know, were severely impacted, not just right. physically, but mentally. And and a lot of them actually, because they were ordered under duress never to talk about it, a lot of them actually pushed it out of their minds. And they forgot about it. They forgot about the date that it happened. They literally forgot all about it. As a matter of fact, that fellow who was just here, he, he had said that on one of the trips back and forth Pensacola, that uh, he had, you know, forgot all about it. So, you know, they, they were young and they were threatened by this admiral. And, uh, you know, he treated the enlisted uh, differently than he treated the officers and the civilians, which is something that's not really uh has not been revealed until it's going to be revealed in the re revision of, of my book uh, that he actually, with the civilians, because there there were two civilians who survived. One civilian was was killed by the torpedo strike, and two of the Marines were killed by the torpedo strike. So one Marine survived and two civilians. But he treated 
at least the civilian that I've interviewed many times and, and still stay in touch with him, um, great guy, uh, differently. You know, he was actually commiserating with them and cursing out Israel for what they did, you know, and not threatening them. And he didn't threaten everybody. So, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of layers to this. And, you know, in order to, and that, that's what I was saying initially, in order to, to really get a thorough understanding of it, you need to look at all of these layers and you need to look at the diplomatic history of the time and, you know, compare that to, you know, what you might be postulating, you know, that does this make sense? You know, diplomatically, is this something that, uh, you know, could have happened? So as I, I was saying that, uh, I was with the, the sailor who was on the USS Davis the next day, they, uh, they came to the aid of the Liberty, two destroyers, the Davis and the Massey and the uh, USS America, the aircraft carrier, uh, where they helicoptered, uh, air evacuated, medevaced the wounded off of the Liberty and brought them over to sick bay on the aircraft carrier. Of course, aircraft carriers are huge. You know, they have like 5,000 uh, people on board. Liberty was, like I said, 300 you know, the submarine that I was on when I was in the Navy was a hundred. So, you know, we knew each other intimately on an aircraft carrier. It's like a city. You don't know everyone. Sure. Uh, because you can't. So, uh, the fellow who was on the Davis, who was one of the first people to get to the Liberty, um, again, another lost piece of history. Uh, he was a personnelman and what his job was the two, when the Admiral went in, to interview groups of, you know, Liberty crewmen. He carried one of those yellow ledger uh, pads and he took notes and then they would get that to this fellow I was hanging out with in April, um, John Conroy, who was on this show, I think, um, last year. And John would then type it up and get it to the Admiral. Uh, so he had some great and has some great stories to tell another, you know, that's another thing, you know, he's, these guys are like so happy to talk to somebody who's interested in that because most people don't give a damn, you know, like you were saying, Corsi said, which is unfortunate. Oh, it's been so long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so is the Holocaust. You know, can we forget about that finally? You know, no, of course not. You know, and let's see, World War II was a long time. World War I was a long time ago. Should we just forget about that? You know, how about the Peloponnesian Wars or any of these things? So, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, folks, not only do they not know enough about this sad piece of history, but they don't even want to learn it. You know, they want to get a tattoo or get a new cell phone or play a game on their cell phone, or uh, go protest in front of a police station. I love these people who are protesting in front of police stations, and then when they need the police, they're crying and screaming for the police, you know. Uh, so, you know, the liberty, I think, is, uh, you know, an indication of how pathetic, you know, people's interest is in, in these type of matters. So it's not, it's really not unique 
in that sense. It's unique in the sense of, you know, it happened at this particular time in this particular area that that six-day war, which again, folks don't pay enough attention to it, but that six-day war where Israel grabbed this land illegally, and there are reasons that it happened, of course, but, and there are, you know, acute reasons at the time, but that six-day war has had such a huge impact on our lives today, and the liberty was there. You know, mainly the you know besides, and you were saying all the money that this you know nettlesome little country gets. Uh, you know, terrorism. You know, prior to the Six Day War, as a direct result of Israel's illegal land grab, prior to that Six Day War, do you know what the terrorism that existed in the United States came from? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, the other thing uh, regarding uh, no, I mean what I mean what group it came from. Oh yeah. Prior to prior to the Six Day War, the only terrorism that existed in the United States was from Puerto Ricans. Mm. There were no Arab terrorists, Islamists. Oh terrorists, right, right, sure. Muslims. It was Puerto Ricans. The only reason that this exists now is because they never gave the land back. They took the land that these people were on for millennia, and they never gave it back. Wow. I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were saying something. Uh, speaking of land grabbing, uh, the, um, the, the Jews uh, never actually inhabited... Palestine to begin with, uh, they actually came from Yemen, uh, and they are quick to admit it. Uh, but uh, but Palestine has the Dead Sea, which is full, absolutely full of natural resources that are money making. Uh, and when you when you re actually read the history. And recognize, you know, they, they say, oh, you have to go up to Jerusalem, meaning Jerusalem was on a mountain. If, you, if you've ever been to Israel, uh, Jerusalem is really down in a valley. They never inhabited Palestine to begin with. They saw it and they saw money. Okay, we'll be right back. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. 
go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. All righty, we are back with our guest, Dave Kahari, and uh, the website that you will want to visit is erasingtheliberty.com, and there are some other links on that site. Uh, We're talking about uh, Israel's attack of the USS Liberty on June 8th, 1967. and as I mentioned prior to the break, um, uh, this group of people never actually lived in Palestine, but were from Yemen, <clears throat> uh, and they admit it. And I've got, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and I've got links on on my website, uh, or let's see, somewhere. Yeah, I've got links. Uh, Pertaining to the, yes, I'm, well, I've got a lot of links. Uh, pertaining to this, they admit it. They admit that they they saw Palestine, and that uh, they they just decided that they would take it. Uh, the description of where they lived um, does not match uh, where where Palestine is, and uh, the history of them being. There, the whole history. Uh, if you if you spend forty years in a place, 
you're going to leave a shard of glass, a, a shard of, a, of pottery. There's nothing like that. But uh, the, the they use whatever evidence, quote unquote, is around, but nobody's ever found the evidence, or they purport uh, to have a a history uh, that doesn't exist. And certainly, <clears throat> if you read the Bible, which I've done numerous times, um, you would at least mention if you'd been to Egypt. Uh, for the time they say that they were there, uh, they would have probably mentioned the pyramids at some point in time, um, <laughs> because they're they're too uh, they're too majestic, too. Uh, they're not trivial. Uh, so, history. I'm a historian, and you have to look at all the facts, not just one side of the facts or claims. You have to look at both sides and be objective and do your homework, do your research. Uh, we are going to take calls in the next hour. Um, okay. Our wonderful guest, Dave. Um, you were talking okay. about uh, about a lot of things. And, yeah. Um, yeah, the liberty. The liberty, yes. the liberty needs... It needs to be settled once and for all. It needs to be resolved. It needs the story needs to be told, and it's not being told. Yeah, you won't hear it on mainstream media. No, no, they've they've quarantined that, you know, a while ago. So no, you're not going to hear that on the on the. I, I don't call it the mainstream media anymore. I call it the poison. It's just poison. It literally is poison. They are creating propaganda uh, uh their fear fear mongering okay we'll be right back after a break Here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out the kosherquestion.com 
or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Co-Certified app can make a huge difference for your future.